0: From The Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily devotion for what? November the 6th. I had two rocks in my hand. I was trying to get that piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? I, I regress. I regress. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Today we're going to be in the book of Genesis. Genesis meaning beginnings. Okay, we're going to be in chapter 1 and we're going to start reading. You're like, man, how, how long are we going to read? I say we read all the way through to Revelation. What do you say? But I don't think we have enough time to do that. So let's just read a few verses. It says that in the beginning, God... Guys, look at, look at, just think about those words real quick. In the beginning, God. Well, you know why that says that? In the beginning, it was just God. No angels, no nothing, no earth, it's just, just God. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, God. And that word God is what? It's Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim, meaning this. It's plural for God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Right there, the Trinity is already represented. I think it's totally awesome. God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without Form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God, again, the third person of the Trinity moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, look at this. And when God says something, what happens? Things happen. Whenever God speaks into your life, things are gonna happen. Verse three says, and God said, let there be light and there was light. Here's our key verse of the day. And God saw that the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Think about that. What does that mean to you when you think about that? Just listen, God divided the light from the darkness. Okay, God would further on in his word say this, what does light have to do with darkness? What is our life? Think about your life. What is God doing in your life? He's dividing the light from the darkness just a couple chapters later okay God's going to create Adam and Eve and what are they going to do they're going to sin against God what enters into humanity sin death okay because of our choices okay and I know I've heard a lot of people think well if I was Adam or if I was Eve that would have never happened Wrong, okay? Adam and Eve were representatives, okay, of the human race. They were in a perfect environment, okay? And you would have sinned just like Adam sinned, okay? And Adam blamed Eve just like you would blame your wife or whoever it was at the time, okay? <laughs> Guys, watch this very carefully. So Adam and Eve, they sin against God. What ends up happening? Sin enters humanity, okay? And now, because Adam and Eve had children, they have a sin nature, meaning they have the capacity to want and do their flesh wants to sin. What ends up happening? Listen very carefully. Adam and Eve sin okay sin entered humanity okay because okay that sin is what's called a sin nature so every person after that has a sin nature whether we've sinned okay or not we have the capacity to sin okay and we're rebellious in spirit until god works that out of us look at four though i just think this is so amazing because this has been the agenda of god the whole time from chapter one verse four in the bible Do you know what I'm saying? If you're ever wondering, what's God doing in my life? What's his agenda? It says this, okay, verse four. God divided light from darkness. God has to get the darkness out of your life. Okay, He has to place Himself in there through His Son, which is Christ, through His Spirit into your life. And as the Spirit is living, it's getting rid of darkness. Have you ever gone in a dark room and it's just pitch black and you can't, you're just like this? You can't see anything, okay? You only need one little candle and the room is lit up. But let's go beyond that. When God shows up on the scene, it ain't just one candle, partner. It's the brightest bright that you've ever seen. It's brilliance, okay? And here's the thing. There is no darkness darkness in Christ. See, the Bible says there is no blemish and there is no darkness. It can't be around. And so when God comes into our life, okay, the darkness is pushed out. It's getting away of all your life. He's getting the garbage out of your life. He's getting the darkness out of your life. Yes, you're in a sin nature and this flesh will never enter heaven. Why? Because it has the capacity to sin, okay? It desires sin. It's riddled with sin, okay? That's why the spirit has to rule the flesh. But one day you're going to die take your last breath here you're gonna go into heaven okay you take your first breath there and you're given a new glorified body which does not sin now you have a new nature and you're like well I don't understand that what if I accidentally sin in heaven that's what I used to think I thought what if I make it to heaven which I am going to make it to heaven and I just goof up and I sin am I kicked out imagine this okay you guys know how much Matt loves steak don't you Fist bump. Matt loves steak. Matt loves a big baked potato, a load of baked potato. Matt loves garlic bread. Matt loves Coca-Cola. Matt loves a big piece of coconut cream pie. You with me? I mean, are you with me? Watch this very carefully. And I'm not fooling around, okay? Let's say there's a pile of dog crap on a gold plate. And it's dog crap. And I say, what's that? And the person says, that's dog crap. Why is it in front of me? Well, I just put it in front of you, but over here, okay, is a huge, big, fatty T-bone steak, the most brilliant, excellent baked potato, stuffed baked potato, known to man, sour cream, chives, bacon bits, I mean, here's the thing, garlic bread, Coca-Cola, and here's the thing, it's my choice. Do I want the dream steak of a lifetime prepared by a chef just like I like it, okay, and this is delicious, or do I want a pile of dog crap, okay, what's the answer? I mean, what's the answer? That's what it's like when you're given a new nature in heaven. You could, I could pick up a fork and start shoveling dog crap in my mouth, okay? Would I ever do that ever? No, Matt, you would never do that. Okay, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to slide this crap out of there because it's going to ruin my meal. I don't want to be around it. But that's where God wants to get us with sin, where we hate sin. Shove that out of there. That's sin. That's death. I realize what that's going to do. I realize what that's going to do on my flesh. I Get that out of here, Satan, you liar, telling me there's no consequences to eating that. Yeah, there's consequences with my buddy saw me. Guys, if you don't hate your sins, you're going to make friends with them. But that's how it is, Okay. When you're given a new nature, it will be that distinct. Your favorite meal versus a plate of crap, okay? Do you really, yeah, you really could try to overrule yourself and say, let's just try crap one day, okay? Would you ever do it in a million years? The answer is no, nobody's putting crap in their mouth, but some of you have. That's a joke, okay? Look at, look at, look at, so you're eating steak because that's your new nature, okay? Watch this, I'm gonna show this to you a different way. Watch this, if I throw a bale of hay in front of an ox, what is he gonna do? The ox's nature is this. I'm going to eat the hay. I'm hungry. Oxes eat hay. Do you understand? I go like, okay, that makes sense, man. If I take that same bill of hay and I throw it in front of a lion, what's he going to do? He's going to swat it out of there. Get this out of my face. I'm a lion. I eat meat. You see what I'm saying? That's because that's their nature. In the Bible, it says this, that God's peace is going to overcome the earth, so much so that a baby could play next to a cobra's nest, okay? And there's no problem. Meaning, he can go put his hand down the cobra hole in the ground and play with the cobra. Look at the neat cobra, because God changed the nature of animals during that time and it gives us a new nature where we do not long to sin. This flesh, it longs to sin. It's always getting you and I in trouble, but that's why God is trying to riddle those things out of us. The more light, which means the more of Christ, which means the more of his word, which means the more I pray and meditate and get the right things in, it pushes out the garbage. Some of you are trying to push out the garbage without having more light or Christ come into you, and it doesn't work. Why? Because you long for that crap. You long for the dog poop. You long for it right now because your nature longs for sin. But that's what it's likened unto you. The remedy isn't saying, I'm not going to do this, 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 this. The remedy is getting more of him in here and allowing the light to push out the darkness. Oh, wow, baby. Watch this very carefully. Forgive me. I'm serious for using the word crap, because I know it offends some people, but I want you to understand the contrast, okay? I'm not using other words because there's much worse words, okay? I could say dog poop, but dog poop just doesn't have the same effect as dog crap. Guys, watch this very carefully. If we go back to the text, God is not only talking about the earth and light and darkness, but he's talking about you and I. And he's talking about all that he is. In the beginning, God, Elohim did this, 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 and this. How did he do it? He spoke it. How is he doing in your life? He spoke it and he sent his son. He spoke that too. Do you understand how awesome God is? Look at, look at, look at. God is just totally awesome. It's not even funny. Why don't we get on the same page with God? I mean, why are we all, why is everyone I meet always fighting God? I, I've met so many people lately that they say, I would give my life to God, but he wants to get rid of all the fun things in my life. I'm like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? God the wrong way. They're seeing God as the great troublemaker, the great killjoy. He wants to take everything that I'm doing and rip it out of my life. I have to just put on a robe and make noises. Um, um, does, do you think that's how Matt's rolling? Friends, that's not God at all. You've never experienced God because you're saying you haven't sold out to God. Once you sell out to God and allow him to do the work in you, you will see how much he has to offer. And the few things that I give up, he, he's not taking them from me. Look at, look at, God's not taking them from me. I just don't want him. He's changed my nature. He's changed my appetites. See, until he changes my appetites, I could say I'm not going to do this, but in my heart I want to do it. He says this, if a man looks on a woman with lust in his heart, he's committed spiritual adultery. So even though I say I'm not doing these things, but if I long for him in my heart, it's the same thing. Do you understand? I go to God and say, God, 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 will you change my appetite towards this thing? And he does. How does he do that? More of him. The more light the more of him that I get inside, the more of this just passes away. The more I'm blessed. I mean, honestly, he's not going to leave you hanging. There's no one that's ever sold out to God that's thinking, ah, I, I shouldn't have done it. It didn't pan out. I was better off before. I've never met one person. Look it, and I'm there. I'm an example, okay? And I have sold out to God. Am I perfect? Absolutely not, okay? But I'm striving. Okay, I'm striving towards Him. That's my desire, that's my goal. I'm running a race, okay? And do I fall all the time? Do I sin? Oh yeah, baby, okay? But I keep a short list with God. I repent of it and I try not to do the same stupid stuff again. I don't want to do the same sins, okay? Guys, none of us are perfect, okay? I'm obeying God not to get to heaven. I'm already going to heaven. I just want to be close to God. And the more I draw nigh to Him, He promises I'll draw nigh to you. Friends and friends, do you understand? Draw nigh to God and you'll never be sorry that you did. He will come upon you in such a magnificent way, it will blow your mind apart. You will feel like you're butter in the microwave, and then maybe poured over a big gigantic baked potato, okay, with a big fat juicy steak. God is awesome, okay? Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.